Hey. Hello, everybody, and happy Halloween. It is November 1st. Halloween was last night. Chihuahua. We're back from our sabbatical, which we'll get into a little bit. But last night for Halloween, we celebrated a little bit here and a little bit there. Mm-hmm. We didn't turn up too hard. We turned up just the right amount because we had work the next day. Yup. Um, even though I shouldn't have gone in, Kiki stayed home, but I went to the office anyway. But never mind that. <laughs> I was a cute little, you know, cheetah for Halloween. Kiara was Nia from Dance Moms. <sighs> My idol. And I was pressed because okay. you woke up last minute and said, I'm going to be Nia from Dance Moms. And I said, sis, you're not utilizing your friend who was a former dancer. And I told her I just thought of the costume that morning. We can't be doing this last minute no more, sis. So, anyway. I had I created an entire ensemble, y'all. I created an entire ensemble. I was researching dance wear stores in the area for her to go to to get them little tights, to get them little jazz shoes, mm. them little two-piece mm. spanks, and a top mm. for competition dance. I literally had it all laid out. It was so sweet. So kind. I said, this needs to be done urgently. And then I did it, and I went to the store, and I got really shy because the store people were like, oh, what dance studio are you a part of? And I was like, and I, ooh, none. I'm just going to join, though, because I didn't want to say it was for a costume. Yeah. I feel like they would have been kind of salty. Yeah. They would have been like... Yeah. So I just was like... Well, maybe if you told them you were being Nia from Dance Moms, they would have been like, oh. I think they would have been like... The Shade. But they shouldn't! Because Nia's an icon. Is an icon. And you want to know why? I'm going to tell you, even though none of y'all want to know. So Listen. Miss Nia was on Dance Moms, as we know, for seven seasons. And did we know that she lost the ability to walk and had to relearn how to walk at the age of seven right when Dance Moms started? No, I actually didn't know that. She wrote about it in a letter in J14 or something. And she was spilling all her tea and saying how it was so hard for her to do Dance Moms. Because Abby was being foul as fuck for not straightening her feet or pointing her toes or extensions in the back of I the thought knee. her extensions were fine just for the record they um, could have been a little some better but like you know like she was winning competitions and shit so she did what she needed to do and, and got, got it, it done. done and she was always overlooked as miss hollywood always say always typecasted okay funny thing so when i was looking up kiara's ensemble for this nia costume outfit an article came up and it was like is nia being snubbed on dance moms and the article literally had receipts for how nia was snubbed comparing to all the other girls it's true it's frustrating Mm -hmm. and i realized watching dance bombs as an adult the juxtaposition of what it's like okay, to be T. a black <laughs> <laughs> to be a black woman dancer as opposed to the caucasities mm-hmm. of miss maddie okay mm-hmm. you know what? i'm not gonna knock her thing she's cute she's good we uplift women or whatever and gave her the respect that she deserved and that's that on period we're gonna have to save this for another episode because i see a lot of nia i see a lot of myself in In nia Nia. because i went through the same thing literally the exact same thing except i didn't have like a disease or none of that shit So I don't have no excuses, but... How can you be expected to thrive and prosper when you're not given the tools? You're not given the the opportunities? The opportunity. The resources? Yeah, I feel like like Abby Loki, like... Set me about. And that's a fact. That's a fact. And I will 
Say that till the day I die. We gonna have to bring up the receipts in an article in a different episode because we need to die. Kiara just rolled up her sleeve. Because I'm passionate about my good sis, Nia Frazier. Or I'm Nia dead. Sue now. I'm dead. I so anyway, her. Kiara wanted to pay her homage. Yep. And she walked into Oeste yesterday with her little outfit. And everyone I was, was so like, happy. Ooh. No one knew who I was, but I didn't give a shit. I said, I'm happy. I, I think you I think you looked like Nia. Thank you. Well, but you I also watch Dance Moms. Well, and I put together your outfit. And so you I'll put together the look, so you're going to be <laughs> like, yes, I did it. But anywho, a lot of you are wondering why, what the fuck took these hoes so long to come back? Because yeah. I was, I don't know about you, but I was getting texts, yeah. DMs, mm-hmm. I would be running into people and they'll be like, where's, where's the podcast? podcast? I'd be at parties with friends where's at birthday parties and shit. Where's the podcast? I felt like Rihanna, everyone where's asking her where the fucking album is. I was like, damn, can't you let me do different endeavors? I said, I said who sent you? Can I grow? Mm-hmm. Can I prosper? Uh-huh. Okay, so what's funny is, I'm looking at our Instagram. We said on April 13th that we were taking a break and we were coming back. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Wait, that's five months? Yeah. <laughs> okay, originally it was just supposed to be for the summer. Wait, no, but no. I think we dropped an episode in the middle of our sabbatical. I don't think so. I think we did. I can look on Am Spotify. I, I don't think so. Because I'm pretty sure I dropped an episode and I said, hey guys, we're dropping an episode in the middle of our sabbatical. That's why, it, so we it, we didn't feel oh, like you were leaving y'all hang- Yeah. Yep. We did a little something, something July. for the fam. Ooh. Anyway, yes, we took hella long and it's because... We gonna be real. Okay, so originally for this, for this first episode, episode of season two, we were going to do more of like what we do: sip tea, gossip a little, mm-hmm. sp- tell our opinion um, about some pop culture shit. Because you know a lot has been going on while we've a been on bit, break. While we've been on break, and so we needed to catch up. And then today. I was at work. I was on the toilet. She said, I reflect. And I was like, you know, we should explain. (laughs) So we can, like, resonate with the listeners because I feel like a lot of people around our age are kind of, like, going through similar things right now. Just, like, with the way things have been going, especially us being, like, young. Yeah. And not knowing what to do with our lives and this, that, and the third so, we just going to be real with y'all. I just want to do timeline first. We technically posted our last episode on March 24th. And I don't think we recorded for, like, we probably recorded the episode we posted in July. Like, we didn't record in July. We didn't record in July. We recorded, we recorded that back in March. March. We recorded it in March, and we just edited it in July to mm-hmm. go up in July. Mm-hmm. So we haven't recorded a podcast since March. Kiara just dragged the both of us. Anyway, we yeah. She said we're gonna get it together. We're gonna try. But anyway, so it's been a while. It's been five months. Well, technically, well, it was yeah. Since we've recorded. And it's basically because we were going through it. So, you start a new job? I think it's seven months. Oh, girl. You're continuing to drag. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think it's longer. Anyway, so. So, we was going through it. Um, For those of you who don't know... I started a new job around when we started the podcast. I you was, started a no, new I job. No, I left my job when we started the podcast. And then you started one, like... In the like, summer. Right, yeah, yeah. Around the time we were actually taking our sabbatical. Right. And so that was, like, getting out of hand. There were... I think it was just, like, increased workload at our jobs combined with, like... Just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, well, I think it was two different things. Winnie had just started her new job. And I obviously left 
my toxic job. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of processing that I needed to do from that job that I couldn't fully focus or dedicate time to the podcast. Yeah. And with Whitney starting her new job, especially because she made the switch from um, being like in architect yeah. um, to construction, mm-hmm. um, that switch was such a major difference for her that her schedule got totally flipped upside down where like normally before it was kind of a little bit more consistent where like we always knew like I was getting off at six or she was getting off at six or whatever, mm-hmm. but like now... Whitney's schedule is just like so in shambles. Um, whatever it is, in shambles. Yeah, it's in shambles. So <laughs> with me being a hot ass man, <laughs> with a no job, and Whitney being a hot ass mess with a job, doing a podcast, just it was not in the. It, it was, wasn't in the stars. It wasn't. It wasn't written in the stars. It was like we needed to like get that together so that was going on the scheduling issue was a big thing i think that was the main reason why we took a sabbatical yeah to be honest that was like the main reason why we took a sabbatical and then from that sabbatical honestly i feel like it was good for us though because we got a chance to just kind of have fun and live life a little bit a little bit too much but (laughs) I had a good ass time. So we had a hot girl summer that was prolonged. That it started started in March and it barely ended last week. Mm, yeah, it could girl. still be going on. We don't know. Well, the thing is, too, like, so I hadn't experienced a real summer for a while because in San Francisco it's cold, you're foggy oh, all the yeah. fucking time. You had just so the sun here. was out. Y'all and when I tell you the wonders the sun did like we were just talking about that photo with me and Sophia where I looked pale as fuck when we went to Vegas. And now I'm brown compared to that yeah. because of the switch. So it was like the combination of the sun and when living in Oakland. Being here, and then... Close to me. And then we also... So, on Easter 2019... Honestly... Was when it all went downhill, because we discovered them damn... Sunday. ...day parties on Sundays. Break it down for the people who are not from Oakland, and maybe need a little recollection. I don't want to recollect it, though. Okay, I do, because honestly... (laughs) I don't care what anyone says. That Easter Sunday was lit. Was the, the Lord? best Sunday <laughs> I have ever had in my life. The Lord wanted us to turn up on the on the ultimate Lord's Day. Period. So basically, I was minding my business, watching Lifetime, as I do now. That's my identity. And Whitney's family was here, and she was all kiki. I'm bored. I'm ready to just, you know, hang a little. What are you doing? And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. Well, because I was like, it's Easter. You yeah, know, like, no one should be alone. Yeah, which was sweet. And, like, this was obviously before we were ever knew Sundays were lit. So it was honestly pure intentions. Yes. Wholesome. Just, like, truly hanging out. Yes. Getting to know one another more. Uh-huh. Just talking about our lives. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, bet. I'm hungry anyway. So we went to our cute girl, Miss Alamar, who is cursed now. But I had yes. my seafood boil. We had a mimosa. Even though I was already a little bit off of mimosas. But I didn't know I that. Pain, I didn't know that. Anyway. So then we walk in. And we hear some music bumping. We were like, what is going on? It's a Sunday. Yeah. It's we, the we Lord's were in Day. Confu- we were on our way to a West Day. Yeah, we were like, we should just chill outside at a West Day. You know, because it, was, be it was sunny. Yeah. It was Easter. We it's were like, like, let's enjoy. Bask in the sun. Walk past. I can't remember what song played, but it was almost as if we got hypnotized. Yeah. By the devil. It was a, a, it was a My Type equivalent song. Yeah. I think that's in what April. it was. Yeah. But it was... A My Type level. It was it was some bop. I don't remember the bop. 
And we looked at each other, and at the same moment, we were both like, okay, we're going in. Period. We went in. Funny how there was a DJ. Funny how everyone was dancing. We were like, do we get a drink? It's a Sunday. Because the Warriors was on, and they just won. They had just won. Everyone was litty titty. Mm -hmm. We got ourselves a drink. And it all went downhill from there. It did. So, after that, we got Liddy Titty, and we were dancing, enjoying ourselves, and then we were like, you know what, let's move to Oeste. So, we continued our tour. Our to world tour. Oeste. We laid out, got some more drinks. We saw And it was lit. It, Oeste was lit, and then while we were there, we saw a sign for a day party, and I said, ooh, a day party, and the woman behind me said, oh, no, it's at Parliament. We were like, right now. Oh. And we said, right now. And then Kiara we said, let's go. I said, depending on where it is, we're going. It's right around the corner. So, of course, we're going. Yeah. So, we went. And Parliament is one of those places where you walk in sober and you walk out fucked up. up. So, that's what happened. We walked in. We walked out. It was dark outside. And Kiara said, we're going to Hello Stranger, bitch. So, we went. And finished off the night. And next thing you know, we're stumbling out of the club at midnight on Easter. And we both got work in the morning. And that was the beginning of... The end. Of a really terrible habit. Yeah, it actually did become a huge problem because after that, we were like, oh, let's go sit in the sun. Let's go drink in the sun. Oh, there's a day party. Boop. Let's go. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. And, like, the day parties here, y'all, like, everyone's on CPT. So even though it's from 2 to 8, that shit really starts at 4 and ends at 2 a.m. Yeah. Because they just go, go, and go. And and, mm -mm. everyone who goes out on a Sunday goes out because they want to. Which means that there's so many cute people (laughs) who are out on a Sunday. Yeah, there's some very attractive people who were, you know what? Anyway, I'm not gonna get it too ahead of myself. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was it was. We were going at it for like a couple months straight. Yeah, like, like every weekend Sunday. after weekend after weekend. There was no skips. No, we never skipped. It was like back when we were both working in the city. Yeah, we used with to our do. first jobs, and we would go to Pink Elephant every like, Thursday. No, not even every Thursday. Every I remember we was we was going on Tuesdays for oh, the wing deal. We was going on Thursdays for the sangria deal. We would go on Fridays just because it was Friday. We would go. Well, we weren't there on Saturdays, but we went for brunch yeah, a couple times. Time. And it was just a hot-ass mess. So then around that time, while all of that was going on, so the day party thing was going on, the work situations were going on, and that was annoying. Um, I was just, like, going through it, and the day parties weren't the way to handle it. At (laughs) all. But... All of that is done now. We decided to, like, grow into our healthy habits and cut that and cap that in our lives and only enjoy those things in moderation. Yeah, because, honestly, the Sunday day parties, fantastic. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Every weekend, no. No. It's not 10 out of 10 Mm -mm. every weekend. Mm -mm. It's boring. It's repetitive. And you see the same people. Yeah. Which is nice because, like, friends and shit. You get, like, a community. Yeah. A friendship, a repertoire, I think is the right word. Do we really want to make friends from partying, though? That's some college shit. I know. Well, it's networking. Okay, networking, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, so it was a mess. But basically what we learned out of all of that is that we just need to take care of ourselves. My mental health was, like, going through it. Kiara's physical health was, was going, going through, through some things. Yeah. And that's when we were like, you know what? It's not necessary. Let's not do all that. Yeah, and that's when I started listening to more podcasts. And I remember listening to a podcast. And I was walking. And I was like... 
funny how I'm unemployed and I'm going out every weekend. With what money? And my, my money. And with Nice money. And Carlos's money. And my podcast was dragging me through filth. And she was like, girl, if you're always in a negative space, that's what you attract. And that's when I realized, I was like, I don't like going out on Sundays. <laughs> I don't need to be doing this. Because it sets back your whole week. Yeah, it does. Because you're hungover on Monday. Yeah. You're not productive on Monday. Mm-hmm. You're trying to pull it together on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then you just get the ball rolling. All of a sudden, you're going back out on Thursday, Friday. Like, it's a shit show. Yeah. So Bad habits. I was like, I can't do this shit anymore. Plus, I can't afford this anymore. So I said, let me get myself together, work out, and find myself. Go to therapy and find the thing that makes me happy. With Whitney, it was Miss Astrology. Listen, the pattern popped off and it was over for us hoes. It was over for all of us. Because I used to be a co-star ho, which is an astrology app that you're able to run your birth chart on and also match, well, not match with other people, but you could friend other people, look at their charts, look, look at y'all compatibility, get alerts, blah, 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 blah. So CoStar was a cute girl. By the way, I am a Libra sun, Capricorn moon, and a Taurus rising. I'm an Aries. I forgot the rest. Girl, we need to run your birth chart. Anyway, am I a Taurus rising? Yes, I am. I you am a Taurus rising. Name. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm a Taurus rising. Well, anyway. Anywho, um, so CoStar was a cute girl, but then the pattern popped off the pattern read everyone for filth and this was at the time when i was dealing with a lot of shit at work which we'll talk about in a second just work stuff in general and dealing with all of that bullshittery and foolery mm-hmm. and so when around the time i started going to therapy again the pattern was like reading me for stuff that I was talking to my therapist about the next day and I said who how you notice I said who and then all of a sudden and then all of a sudden what season was it Leo season was like a cute girl like Leo season was like getting better mm-hmm. Libra season came and got my ass for no reason and I was like how is my own season gonna come for me like this so it was just like astrology is was just very like eye-opening for me realizing like what I should look out for what I need and like I had this conversation with someone today at work about this because they were like astrology like you believe in that like astrology is not real like that's so silly and I was like the way that astrology and horoscopes are like brought up to people is like astrology defines yeah a person when that's not it it's like astrology is connected with certain things in the universe and the planets and shit and because of people's placements where they were born what time they were born all of that like you connect some dots and you realize some things and it's just interesting because some of it some of it is happens a, and it, some of it Obviously, might not happen to you. Exactly. So, like, some things are applicable to some people, but some things aren't. So, you basically are gathering. What you get. Exactly. Like, you're gathering what's applicable to you and your situation. Yeah. So, it was just, like, a nice way for me to, like, you know, get into something, practice a little spirituality. 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 I can't yeah. say that word because I'm not religious. Ooh. And that's why, because I'm not religious. But, you know, astrology is a cute girl. Yeah. Astrology is cute. While she was doing that, I was discovering manifestation and meditation, which is my shit. It is. My shit. It is. Listen, hoes, if you're not doing manifestation, you're missing out. Because guess what? All y'all do a manifestation. How? It's the energy you put out in the universe. It's coming back to you. So when you got that foul ass, stink ass look on your face, bitch, funny how it comes back to you. And that's the tea. And that's what I was learning. Because one day I was walking on my way to my workout. 
And I was like, ugh, why haven't I found a job yet? Why is this so hard for me? I don't understand. And I was listening to this podcast, and my girl Kimberly, Kimberly Wenya from Australia, she was telling me, she said, bitch, how can you get your blessings if you're still holding on to some of your past situations? I said, what? She said, if you're trying to manifest a new job, how can you manifest a new job if you didn't let go of the negativity from your last job? You need to take what you've learned and grow from it, accept it, know what you did you all you could do, love yourself, and move on. And in that moment, I said, whoa, not only have I been punishing myself, but I've been bitter about my last employer. And I've been taking all that anger I've had on my employer and putting it out in the universe. So I haven't been getting a job because all my negativity around job was coming back to me. And in that moment, on my way to my workout, I let it go. And I kid you not, in two weeks, I landed a job. Boop. Because of my manifestation and letting shit go. And that's when I said, you know what? I need to practice this. I need to manifest. I need to meditate. And if people are confused, basically the simple way of understanding it is the law of the attraction and law of belief. The energy you put out in the universe comes back out to you. So when you're negative, let's say, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. If you put that out in the universe, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. I want to lose weight. You might not lose weight because all the universe here is fat, 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 fat. They don't hear anything else but fat. So you might have trouble with losing weight and you might get stuck with that or you might not be working out as much. You might not feel motivated to go to the gym because you're projecting that energy out in the universe. But when you switch your mindset, switch the phrasing, and you say, I just want to get stronger. I can't wait to get strong. I can't wait to build my muscles. That's when you see the changes because you're motivating yourself to go to the gym to get stronger, to build those muscles, and that's when you see yourself trimmed down. And that's what basically happened with me with my job. So for that example, I was like, always saying, why can't I get a job? I'm so underqualified, blah, blah, blah. And then I switched it and said, I'm worthy of a job. I can get a job in social media. I know I'm getting a job. And I got a job in social media because I believed that it would happen. And that's the law of belief. Because a lot of people get those two confused and they don't do them together. Law of attraction you put out in the universe. But if you believe you don't deserve the thing that you're manifesting, you don't get it. So like some people who are like, I want money, I want money. But deep down inside you have childhood trauma of money issues that your parents passed down on you that you didn't fix and go to therapy about. You're never going to get money. So you have to resolve those issues about your money problems that you had with your parents in order to get your coin that you want now. So that's just a little lesson for anyone, a little five-minute lesson. So if anyone is lost in life and they're feeling like they need something to go to, I would suggest manifestation. You can look that up in podcasts, literally type in manifestation, and then you'll find someone of your choice that's super positive and can help you. This guy named Grant on Spotify's Positive Affirmations. Yes. Playlist. He's amazing. He speaks words and And sings. And honestly, it's such a positive way to start your day. It is. And meditations have become such a big part of my routine, and I forced it to be part of Whitney's routine, Mm -hmm. and we forced it to be a part of all of our other friends' routines, because... Honestly, meditation is a form of self-care. It is. It's not that hard to do. All you have to do is go on your Spotify, which you listen to us now. Don't pause this. You can wait till after. We done with this episode. You type in something like like meditation or good morning, something like that. Positive affirmation. And something pops up and... Those positive affirmations, when you listen to them every morning, you can notice a change. But the big part of that is you truly have to believe in the affirmations that you're listening to. You can't just say them empty. You got to believe them. Because if you don't believe them, then those won't show through. You won't be able to see them. 
and that's how they've been working for us. We also um, implemented crystals as well. So there's a little crystal shop here in Oakland that we go Black to. Woman owned. Yes. And you know I love that shit. Yes. And we got, I recently got a rose quartz and a clear quartz. Mm-hmm. And I think you were telling me that for manifestation, you want to hold the clear quartz and speak what you want into existence. Yes. So, and also you can look that up as well. The girl who I was speaking about, Kim- Kimberly Wenya, she has a whole episode where she talks about different crystals that you want if you are looking into manifestation and where to put your crystals and like how putting crystals in specific parts of your room can help with different things or like how you can build them into your routine to so you can start seeing shit happen and all that if y'all are curious. But these are just something that we've been doing and it's been helpful to It has us. been helping. Like, I started getting immensely. up early. Yeah. And I would pop in my AirPods and I would listen to my um, positive affirmations for like anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour depending on how late I was running in the morning. And it helped my day a lot, honestly, like just not having my phone and like listening to my affirmations. And then, y'all, one day I was listening to my affirmations in the morning and this bop came on. It's like, mm, 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 mm. and I said, "Ooh, what is this?" And then I hear healing in my heels, healing in my heels. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, for those of you who don't know who Tony Jones is, get to know her. I'm gonna need y'all to go to her album called Some Affirmations. Uh, hold it. Whitney's looking it up right now, but she has changed the game. There, if you're not into listening... Affirmations for the grown-ass woman. If you're not into listening to affirmations that are super like, you are smart, you are amazing, listen to Tony, because she... she has it in a song. It's like, it's like... A rap. Kirk Franklin. Spitting bars. But with, like, less re- religious. Yeah. But more like... Let me uplift you and fulfill all the women that I'm speaking to. And let me pop that ass in the process. It, yep. And her songs have beats. Like, I be in the shower and I'm like, ooh. Ooh. You forget you're listening to positive affirmations. And all of a sudden you're singing the song. You're like, yes. Yep. And you think about the lyrics. You're like, yes, I am healing in my heels. Yep. You're like, yes. No is no. And yay's queen. And it's just I am me. abundance, she yep. said. And honestly... Those doing those simple things in the morning, and even if you're busy, I'm pretty busy. I'm usually always scrambling. If I can't listen to it in the morning, I listen to it on my way to work. I I, I personally can't do that because Bart's too loud. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, I listen to it on my way to work. I listen to it on my walk. I listen to it if someone irritates me at work. Mm -hmm. I listen to a meditate like a meditation at work. Mm -hmm. And meditations are so good to listen to at work if you have a problem with um productivity and if you have an issue with like focusing meditations are good for that also like it's a great way to unwind another perfect way to unwind is journaling which i'm making whitney also do yes for my birthday kiara got me this very pretty journal and i've been doing this thing so i was watching a ted talk like a year and a half ago where mm-hmm. they were talking about switching your mindset to more positive thinking. Right. And there were, like, certain things you should implement in your daily routine that will, like, Help. cause, like, something with the neurons to, like, blah, like, cause you to think differently about, like, the energy you're putting out or whatever. And it was journaling every day but specifically writing down three good things that happened to you that day exercising was one of them, meditating was one of them, and there was a fourth one that I really... Oh, um, telling, um, giving someone a compliment or saying something nice or doing, like, a nice nice act of... Yeah, like this. Act of kindness every day. So, apparently, if y'all do those four things for 21 days... It will shift your mindset to be more positive. So I've been doing that. I've been journaling, writing down three good things that happen each day while listening to Tony. And then what I've been also doing is working out because that was bugging the shit out of me. And if I don't work out, then I like am not 
Yeah. It's like when I'm hung. Like, you see me when I'm hungry. Yeah. I turn into a brat. When I don't work out, I turn into a brat. Yeah. And so basically, that's what happens. So we've been implementing those things, and it's been helping a lot. Um, so if you're someone who's kind of like on a struggle city right now. You're like a little down or something's happening. You don't know like. You're in a how- funk, and you don't know how to get out. Just try one of the things that we suggested. And honestly, the best part, what I love about manifestation and meditating, it's like if you don't do it a day, if you miss a day, if if you're not meant to be the perfect person in your journey, Mm -hmm. if you don't work out one week, who cares? Like you should be happy that you worked out last week. Mm -hmm. Like that's the difference with – and that's what – will take some time is really that mindset shift is you don't need to beat yourself up if you don't do something perfectly or if something doesn't happen how you see it's going to happen it's like you know what I did what I could do and I'm so proud of the fact that I did that period Mm -hmm. like I just decided to start a new thing I'm happy I did that and it's doing that way and having that mindset for me personally has changed the game and allowed me to honestly not be so hard on myself if I don't work out a week or if I don't do things how I envisioned how it would go because now I'm like you know what I still did that period Mm -hmm. and I'm still like the same like you know I have my moments when I'm angry when I want to pop off which is fine when I want to go off because some people at work be trying it but you know imp- I've been improving but it's okay I've been improving and things are honestly like much better than they were a month ago yeah because I've been implementing these like little things in my life to just make my day go smoother Exactly. And, my, and then my weeks go, go by better. smoother. Yeah. And then my months are smoother. Exactly. So. And it's not about faking positivity. Like, if something yeah, okay. up happens, happens, you're allowed to be upset. You be upset. You can be upset about it for a while. But what happens is when you start doing it too long, that's when you have to let it go. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people, like, I don't know about you, but I encounter some people who are, like, those fake positives like, Yeah, she was talking about. Who was like, oh, just let it go, like, love and light, like, uh. But, like, the reality is for, in order for someone to, like, cope with something or get over something or, like. They have to be upset. Or overcome something, they have to acknowledge that they're upset, be upset, be sad, be frustrated, let it go, feel your emotions, and that's, like, your stepping stone to healing however you need to heal. Yeah. Also, we apologize. It's loud outside because it's first Friday in Oakland today. I know. And there's some foul-ass man who really has audacity to do the most right now. Probably on his scooter. Bumping. I feel it fading a little bit. (sighs) Anyway. So, yeah, those are all the things that we've been implementing. And we've been implementing them because... (sighs) Kiara and I... Uh, my dive in. We're about to dive into a <laughs> complicated, maybe sensitive, sensitive conversation topic situation that not everyone can identify with or talk, and about not or everyone speak to. wants to. Yeah, because some people want to deny mm-hmm. that they're the cause uh-huh. of why uh-huh. a woman of color mm-hmm. be. <laughs> be struggling at work so I mentioned earlier how I personally have been having some work related things that I've been having to deal with I also have had that as well and so has Kiara yes um and it's been like I don't I don't know how to explain it like for me like I've worked at other places before yeah but for some reason like the caucasity. The the caucasity and the foolery of what I have been experiencing um, this past year, honestly. Yeah. Has been very, like, triggering. Yeah. Because absolutely. I think it's because, like, I'm also, like, at a, in a bigger environment with more yeah, people. Yeah. 
And I'm realizing that as a society, we still ain't there yet, y'all. At all. And it makes me worried because I'm like, damn, like, I know these hoes know better. And we in the Bay Area. So yeah. you'd expect people to be a little bit more, like, respectful and, like, conscious of these things. But, but they're not. Kiara about to go off. I will. I can't. I can't stand people. Listen. Being a black woman who works, a young professional, just starting out their career, Mm -hmm. trying to gain their reputation, Uh their experience, is really, really hard. Yeah. I'm going to just backtrack. First of all, (laughs) the interview process. I've already touched on this a thousand times. I'm going to say it one more time. Do you know how many barriers are put up for black women to find a job? Period. Not in any industry. Specific industry. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah, because I, you know I had that happen to me, actually, when I was interviewing for that job, like, mm. a, a while back ago. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, everyone really loved meeting you. Like, yeah. yes, my recruiters were like, we feel so confident about this one, like... Yes, all the feedback we got was so good. Like, the VP loved you, this, this, that, and the third. And I didn't end up getting the job for for some, like, bullshit reason. reason. And it's a ton of those yeah. bullshit-ass reasons that can't be explained. That's, that's not, yeah, that's not explained. It's like, oh, she's asking for too much money. Okay, lower my offer. Oh, oh. wait, but, but now she doesn't have enough experience when the job didn't even, like, Say need that. that you know, the job didn't even specify that you need to have that certain experience. So it's just, like, all of these, like... Barriers it's just that we have of, to jump through. It's just a bunch of bullshit. When you know, you see other minorities and white people, all y'all have to do is look pretty. I mean, I'm not, not going to knock you down. Yes, obviously, there are people who earn the places that there are, but just know that the privileges that you have got you those opportunities a little bit further faster. than the rest of other people. Exactly. So you get to where you want to be quicker while we have to work harder, longer to get to the same spot that you're at. Just to start off. So that's the interview process, how difficult it is just to get a job. Me being a qualified person and having five months to get and, a job. And, and sometimes, I'm going to fast forward for a second. We could backtrack, but sometimes the interview process, like, for me, is cake because they my want. industry needs to fill a diversity quota. But that's dangerous because once you get there, yeah. it's like, oh, shit, there are all these problems. Yeah, and that's so. something that Whitney is facing. I mean, I'm also facing that as well. But it's just very difficult to get a job when you're a black woman just to start out with. And I've talked to friends about it. And even this one girl who I recently met, she was just telling me about how she went to this tech school that was kind of close to um, Gordon Tech, I think. I don't know. And basically... She had this internship, and this white man was like, oh, you went to so-and-so's school? I'm at Berkeley, and look at me. And she's like, yeah, look at you. You're at this internship with me, someone who had to jump through hoops just to get here, and you got handed this internship. This is shit like that that would be happening in the universe, in the world right now. Obviously, we would love that for to shift and to have an easier process. But it's not going to happen. Society ain't there yet, unfortunately. That's yeah. not even me being negative, but like... That's a reality. It's just a harsh reality, and I think it's something that I've been struggling with dealing with this past year because no one... Told you. No yeah. one ever tells you this. No one ever tells you, like, I think all that I've been told is, like, you got to work twice as hard to get what they have. But no one ever actually coaches you and guides you on how to deal with these certain situations. Emotionally. Like, I've mentally. had such a hard time finding a mentor who I can identify with because it doesn't exist for me. Yeah. So it's just, like, you got to kind of, like, unfortunately for me, I've... 
This is why I cherish my friends because these are people who I relate to, who we can like bounce, you know, advice off of each other and whatnot. But for the most part, all of us are going through it alone. Yeah. So it's like a learn as we go, like get screwed as we go and learn from that. But I can't wait till I'm in a position of power so I can pass on my information to others because yeah, the shit is ghetto. But outside of that, just working in um, just like an industry or like your company, being the only black person or like a handful of mm-hmm. minority mm-hmm. is actually like quite a bit more shocking than... I thought, I mean, Whitney and I both went to pretty white high schools. Yeah. Like, we both grew up in, like, suburb nations, so I know Caucasians, but, I mean, like, me being, like, living in, like, near Chicago, at least it was super diverse, and I always had, like, a solid group of black friends and, mm-hmm. like, some sort of black community there. Um, and even in college, I didn't feel like it was too bad, Mm-mm. but work yeah and it's really weird because like i said it's the bay area like you'd think that work you'd think that companies would reflect the demographics of who's actually here in the bay area but it doesn't but first of all it doesn't second of all who's actually here in the bay area is that is changing a lot yeah and it's just it's not a good it's not cute sis at all it's not cute it's just it's problems it's a lot of problems like yeah it's like it's ghetto it's really 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 bad and um we're just not set up for success right now honestly we're not and so we're even though the economy is good for now and there's like money being poured in different industries and like there's a lot of room for growth, a lot of opportunity for growth, a lot of so opportunities in general. Yeah. It's like women of color specifically are like not like we just always got to jump through hoops. Yeah. And leaps and bounds just to be heard. Yeah. Just to get that promotion, just to get that raise, just to like be just to just justify being treated like with I, respect. Yeah, and that's what's I think been the most shocking thing for me. Like just trying to earn that respect because obviously at the last place I worked at, I kind of just thought like, you know what, this company is boo boo the fool. Obviously, I ain't gonna get treated with respect. Plus, I know they're a little racist, but I know that I'm not gonna get treated with respect. But being at my new employer, I'm a little surprised at how you know, lack of respect I've been getting yeah, because of my skin tone and how sometimes I'll get shut down or I'll have to, you know, talk to higher people yep. to try and get a situation resolved so people can stop messing with me. Yeah, it's like no one takes you seriously. No one takes you seriously. Unless and you complain, complain, like complain, complain, and go straight to the top. Yeah, and they, they see you as entertainment and that was an article that I read and I it was like I was really sad when I read that article so I was like you know what this is a fact like we are looked at as entertainment if you are not loud cracking jokes you know talking that lingo not using your um corporate voice minding your business just going into work, people will complain, people will, you know, insert themselves. And that's something that I found really shocking because I didn't like, I'm a shy person. When you first meet me, obviously, I'm pretty extroverted, like, with my close friends. And like, most of the time when I do certain things or like, sometimes meeting new people, but like, when it comes to work, I'm super shy, closed off, like introverted. And I just keep it to myself. And especially for me, because I switched from hotels and restaurants to tech, which is a 180, totally different, very interesting. I'm going to drag, but it's interesting. So for me, my main focus at this new job is catching up. Learning the lingo, learning the jargon, like getting up to speed, getting focused and not having 
making friends. Mm -hmm. And I was so shocked at how much of that was a problem. Yeah. So, and that's really sad that that's something that we literally have to think about going into work. Because I know for damn sure Miss Becky sitting on the far left corner who don't say a word. Ain't nobody saying shit about Miss Becky not talking. Mm-hmm. But for me, they're like, why isn't Kiara speaking? Why isn't Kiara doing coffee dates? Why isn't she going out to lunch with these people? Does she have friends? Does she do this? Does she do that? Is she participating? I'm like, can y'all mind your business? Can y'all work? Like, we're all here to, to do. do. Coffee dates are cute and everything, but you ain't paying me for that. No. And especially when I'm new, like... I'm sorry. I need to get adjusted. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable in this industry at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to get myself situated where I can, like, be to a point where I feel like I can fuck around more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. It's very, like, it's very ostracizing. Yeah. Some of the stuff that we've had to go through. And like I said previously, like, that's... A big, well, I don't want to say, like, the entire reason, but it's, like, a large portion of why I ended up going back to a therapist again because I started noticing, like, my therapist and I started drawing parallels between, like, some of the situations that I've had at work and some of the situations that I had growing up in my childhood happening all over again but in adult form. Yeah, and it's crazy because I feel like... A lot of people, a lot of us suppress those memories and we totally forget about them until some triggering shit happens happens and all of a sudden here we are. Yeah. And you're literally like, I, why does this feel familiar? But not familiar. Does this sound familiar? This sound really fucking familiar. This sound familiar to you? Princess Nokia. Anyway, it's just been tough, but we've been using our healing tactics Tony Jones has been getting us through to really honestly, shift. And honestly, y'all, like, for me personally, I had this moment at work where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck that. And you know what? That helped a lot. I think just saying fuck that, you know? Like, you really just, like, can't care too much. Yeah. Like, have passion. Have passion. But don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, because that's I just when it affects you too much. Yeah. Because that's when you go home every day and you're like, man, like, that really sucked. And as soon as I let all that shit go and I said, I don't give a fuck, I'm going to focus on myself, it's like, funny, funny how? how I'm a lot happier. I'm prioritizing my mental health, my physical health a And lot everyone's better. running around trying to make sure you good now good baby you good it's okay not to be good but (laughs) i know you're not okay (laughs) yeah it's like people low-key are shook at that because the tea is y'all as black women women of color um companies can't afford to lose you so just know that you're in a place of power you're even though companies out here like it's hard to see there's a pay equality gap and all of that you we all need to recognize the value that we have because it is a big one and a huge one. And that's what's kind of changing things. Like, like I'm going to give you some tea right now. There are some CEOs out there who are getting paid. Dumb as fuck. Who are getting paid to... Their compensation is based on how many people of color they have working for them. Wow. I know at um, a Trash. certain company... I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the name. Their CEO gets paid... more or paid like a higher percentage or whatever i don't know the logistics of that but it's it's a little deal in there okay so listen host if y'all work out whatever that place is called that is i n i'm not spelling it out but (laughs) if you work there you need to run your check if you black yeah run your check say funny how you're benefiting off of me Uh uh-huh give me my money yep and speaking up is very important. Yes. Set those boundaries yes. as soon as you can because that's something that I was working on and I struggled with. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I did not do it until something happened and I was forced to do it. And now my life is so much better mm-hmm. that I set those boundaries mm-hmm. and people know 
not to fuck with me. Yep. So I was actually going to leave my job because I was so pissed over something that happened. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to speak the fuck up. And I did. And my situation has improved. Been a lot. Yeah, it's improved a lot. And am I going to have to keep speaking the fuck up? Yeah. yeah. Is it annoying? Yeah. yeah. Do we not want to do it? No. But in order, unfortunately, in order to get what you want, it's you what you have to up. do. And it's what you need to do. Yeah. And because what they're going to do, fire you? No. You too valuable. And if they do, bye. Lawyer up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did clink, clink with my hands. Lawyer up. And a lot of companies don't want no lawsuit. No one neither. wants to catch a case. So it's, you know, do what you will with that information. Yeah. But I didn't say nothing. All but I said is, we're just spilling some real teas on what we know. But, um, yeah, speaking up and letting shit go. Yeah. And another thing would be, like, focus on why you are there. Yeah. Focus on what you're doing. Focus on your craft. Focus on the goals you want to accomplish. And, like, keep your head on straight. And that will help so much, too. I was, we saw this tweet. Kiki and I both saw this tweet that was, like, in 2020, it's the new year is happening in two months or whatever. Yeah. You want to set your intentions in 2020, but not just for 2020, for the whole ass new decade. Exactly. So that's what y'all need to do yeah. in these professional work life environments and your academia, whatever it is. Set your intention and your goals because just what, what, you want. what yeah. companies are going to try to do, they're going to try to pigeonhole you into doing a fixed role that you may or may not want to do and that may be disadvantaging you and so that's where it really comes in handy and that's where it's really important that you set your intentions, you know your goals, you know the the path you want, want to, to go take. in mm-hmm. so that way you can have Speak a little up. bit more ammunition mm-hmm. To speak up and navigate your role or your position wherever you're working and tailor that towards what you want to accomplish in the short and long term. And if they ain't doing that, bye. Peace the fuck out. Get gone. Get going. Because there's a lot of companies. Companies, especially out here in the Bay Area, people will boop People are hiring. I'm going to tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> They're hiring. Okay, do you know how many friends we have who are recruiters? Hiring. Because they busy. Booked. Busy. They hiring. And you know what? I know it can be hard if you feel like you guys are at a place that's like, it's not the industry you want to be in. You're bored as fuck. It's hard to see your goals and how it will set you up for success. But you just have to think, all of this is a lesson. All of this is a lesson. You may not see it now, but you'll just know it's a lesson. And that can keep you going. And honestly, for me personally, what's helped me is to know that this is not permanent. I'm not in a permanent situation. I'm not bound by the blood of the devil or Jesus Christ to stay at this company. I can leave. I am not bound to. Mm -mm. And sometimes just saying that... Honestly, it calms you down and it's like, okay, I can, like, I'm in a good place again. Like, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And like Whitney said, you know, do some hobbies. Like, working out is really helpful. I got an Orange Theory membership, y'all. I went and did Hell Week this week and it was interesting. I didn't even get my t-shirt. At Orange Theory. And I'm hella sore, but, you know, it's okay, because, you know, it's been helping a lot. Exactly. Like I said before. Just so doing things that you, like... Gardening, buying plants and shit. Going on walks, doing artistic things, if that's your interest. I started this new thing where I do a morning to afternoon-ish walk, depending on when I wake up. Every Sunday, I walk to Berkeley, because... Honestly, it's close so and I walk wholesome. Back. The most wholesome Sunday you could have. Yep. Just little things. To meditate. That's my meditation before I go into work on Monday and I set my intention for the week. I do my cute little bullet journal and I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I do all my things that I need to do. Do my tasks and I'm living large, living happy. And so those are the things that you need 
to do. So that's where we've been, what we've been doing, why we took a sabbatical. And I know all y'all want to know our thoughts on some shit that's been going down in pop culture. On the real tea. And we gonna tell you because we got some episodes lined the fuck up. up. We know this emo black thought situation had y'all hoes shook. Wig flown. To the core. Black men wear. It it had me shook. I was shook. I was shook said, I ain't no woman. I mean, because, girl, I know know Nicole out there. Anyway. Yeah, she out there. She out there. Another topic that's been hot is, um... Whether Cardi B is black or not. Like, I know. I've been seeing people pull up whole ass charts. I don't know. Whole ass flow charts tracing like ancestry and genotype and phenotype and, and terms that I don't even know. And I'm like, I want to learn, but at the same time, I'm I don't know confusion. if I care. Oh. And that. <laughs> and that. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm not going to lie. I am confusion. So we going to get into some things. Another thing. Um, wait. Nicki Minaj is married. I know. She got married to like a... To the felon. To a rapist? Pedophile? Who dropped, um, who dropped, uh, $1 million on, on her ring. ring. Someone said Nicki is cash-shopping him. Okay. For that ring. That's mean. <laughs> I'm salty. <laughs> That's foul. What does he even do? I couldn't tell who you a is thing. He? I don't know who this man is. Sorry to this man. I could see him walking down the street and I wouldn't know a thing. Another thing that's been um actually this is kind of funny. What? Anti-blackness featuring Gina Rodriguez. Holy shit, her foul ass fake ass apology where she looked like someone was holding a gun to her head. And she still hasn't like said anything. Her other apology She's been was so, so silent. Funny. Oh. Well, no, she yeah. had an apology, but, like, now. Maybe just because I don't pay attention to her. I don't follow her, so I don't know. I don't she probably her. is doing just fine. Well, she deleted her Twitter account. I'm giggling, as she should. People are roasting her. I mean, yeah. She's hmm. annoying. She is annoying. She but anti-black. Even though she's annoying, y'all need to watch that one movie. She's on Netflix. I forgot the name. It's when... She, they live in New York, and oh, she breaks yeah. up with her man. I need to watch that. I forgot what it's called, but it's real funny. I cackled. You giggled. Jabuki's in it. And she, she behaves. Miss Thang behaves. Gina? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she was playing a character. She knows how to play characters. Well, she need to play the... She needs to play not problematic in real life. Yeah, exactly. But she don't know how to do all that. She don't. And then, we're stopping supporting Fashion Nova. I'm wearing Fashion Nova pants Whitney's right upset. Now. She's repping Fashion Nova, but we need to stop because they also have some color issues. I really like Fashion Nova, you guys. But, eh. Eh. Mm. Unless someone is buying me some nice quality luxury brands. Fashion Nova Forever 21, H&M, Boohoo, all that. Boohoo. I do need to retire Fashion Nova. I haven't bought anything from them as of recent. That's good. Growth. Steps. Progress. We love that. So those are a few things that we're going to be talking about, but... If you have any input on any of this... Actually, if you have any input, I know some of y'all have input. I know it. I feel in my bones. Y'all tell me every day. Y'all should talk about this. Y'all should talk about that. So... DM us and let us know your thoughts on these things because we definitely want different perspectives and stuff because Kiara and I can sit here and talk shit all day about what we think is right, but it's probably not. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm an Aries. You can't tell me shit. Yeah, you can't tell Aries anything, dude. And that's not on that, period. Aries don't take no bullshit Uh -uh. at all. But yeah, please send us something. And Aries are low-key sensitive, too. I am sensitive. I'm fine with that. Like, y'all act hella tough on the outside, like a shell, but on the inside, it's, like, gushy. I'm sensitive. I always admit that. Everybody knows that about me. I let everybody know. I say I'm sensitive. You are. I have emotions. I cry. (laughs) 
<laughs> but we'll put an Instagram story. That is up. Aries behavior. And, you know, say what you want us to talk about next. If you want us to expand, also if you want us to expand on any topic we talked about in this episode, we are so happy to do that as well. We could go on and on and on about life and what we've been doing. If anyone is confused about our sabbatical, feel free to comment on our Insta story or send us a DM. Or if you want, like, a specific story about something. Not the sabbatical, though, because some of that was triggering. Some of that was silly. Triggering. But let us know what you think. And I feel like we're happy to be back. Happy to be in the swing of things. We have a schedule, y'all. We got this. We ain't going nowhere just yet. Well, Kiki's leaving to Chicago tomorrow, so. Yeah, but, I mean, this episode will be going out, and then I come back and we record again, so it's fine. Blue. Because we have consistency. Okay, y'all. Off for now. Bye.